seen advertisements for contour chairs that recline to different positions for sitting comfort. But nothing you may have seen can compare to the incredible 450 horsepower, turbocharged, nitro-fueled, five-speed dyno chair. This is the recliner endorsed by drag racers, pro stock car drivers, and 15-year-old mechanics across the country. Start up the Shelby design engine on this street-legal recliner and feel your bones shake as you power your way to five set positions of this monster chair in less than 1.7 seconds flat. No chair in the world is faster than the dyno chair, a statement guaranteed by the manufacturers of dyno chairs over the life of the unit. Buy the dyno chair now, and soon you'll be able to watch your favorite reruns of the Dukes of Hazard sitting atop 450 horses of pure power, secure in the knowledge that you can go from normal sitting position to full recline in less time than anyone on the block. Also, if you buy the dyno chair now, you'll receive a free pair of fuzzy dice to hang on your feet, a dyno chair racing cap to jam on your head, and the dyno chair coffee holder, a handy beverage holder that can be placed on the armrest to hold soft drinks, beer, coffee, or IV fluid containers. The Dino Chair, for those in a hurry to stay where they are. To order the Dino Chair now, send $2,000 to Burn Insulation Industries, Wahoo Industrial Drive, Crater Plate, Wyoming. Hello and welcome to the Duck Logic Comedy Half Hour. No less than 25 minutes of sketches, improv, songs, and whatnot from Duck Logic, a Chicago comedy group that had its own two-hour radio show called The Cavalcade on WLUP AM 1000, a pretty big radio station at the time. Every Duck Logic Half Hour is chock full of bits pulled from the Loop archives, plus new stuff thrown in for good measure. So take a load off, put your earbuds in, and have a listen. You'll be glad you did because. Here they come, polishing punchlines, writing gags, and jotting down jokes. There they go, wacky, something, something, for you fine folks. Something about funny, blah, 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 hope we don't choke. There you are, listening to her theme song, ta-ta, lowbrow, you'll laugh and how. Duck logic starting right now. Uh, Coach Kowalski, your team is behind three touchdowns going into the second half of the game. Uh, what do you think happened? I think it all comes down to the defense. They suck. I mean, did you see those guys missing tackles, tripping over each other? Uh, so you're putting all your problems squarely on the defense then? Oh, our offense sucks too. Our quarterback has to throw the ball better if we expect more touchdowns, no doubt. Right now, he pretty much sucks too. His passes are all over the place, over the receiver's heads, and I don't know if you noticed, but he keeps throwing the ball to the players on the other team. And that goes for special teams. They're pretty sucky. Well, you're their coach. Uh, What did you say to them in the locker room during halftime? You know, I can coach him till I'm blue in the face, but you saw how much good it does. Well, um, what's your plan, your, your strategy for the second half? Well, first of all, we've got to stop sucking. If we can't not suck, even just a little bit, we might start to get somewhere. Otherwise, we're screwed. All right. Uh, thank you, Coach. Well, there you have it. Uh, down 21 points. These plucky underdogs are going to try and not suck. Back to you in the studio. So, I just go into a frenzy when I see the man next door in his Speedo throwing yard jarts on a hot summer afternoon. But it makes my winter so lonely. Were you breastfed as a child? Gosh, Doctor, I, I don't remember if it was a breast. Hey, 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 I thought this was supposed to be for people with sexual problems, not weirdos. Hey, it's not his fault. Uh, it's a sickness. It's a choice. I don't care what it is, as long as it's kept in the circus. Oh, God, you're <laughs> insensitive. 
Oh yeah? I refuse to come here every week and pay good money to hear this, this, this Tinkerbell talk about all the fun he has on the north side. I will not be subjected to oh, this. Oh yeah, why don't you start subjecting this, buddy? Uh, oh great. Oh yeah, why don't you... this. There's too much tension. I think it's time to play a game. A what? game, Doctor? Yes. Do you remember the game Duck, Duck, Goose? Mm -hmm. You know, where everyone sits in a circle. Now, come on, everyone sit in a circle. All right, good. Now, who's ever it, whoever goes first, walks around the circle and tags everyone on the head and says, listen, 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 share. And when you get tagged share, you have to run around the circle, and if you're caught, you then have to share with oh, the group. That's a I don't want to. I don't want to play that game. That's for kids. It's juvenile. Uh, that's play. enough. That's enough. Now who's gonna go first? Not it. Not it. Not, not it. Uh, <laughs> I guess I gotta go first. Okay. Okay. Listen. 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 Share. All right, Mr. Paddock, it's Slow. your turn. Well, it's kind of hard to talk about. Come on, open up. Share, share, share. We all care. Well, you guys won't believe this, but for a while, my wife couldn't get excited with me in the sack. <laughs> hey, hey, don't worry. She got over her problem. Now she can't get enough. See, the wife dresses up like the roadrunner and has me chase her around the house in a coyote costume. Beep, beep. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's the problem. See, just like the cartoon, she never lets us talk. She don't even moan anymore. Well, try a different cartoon. Tom and Jerry always worked for me. Uh, no, 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 that wouldn't work. Uh, see, before Hannah merged with Barbera, I think it was summer of 64, Tommy, Tom and Jerry, they didn't talk at all. Oh, really? I just love to get her into one of those little cosmic skirts like Judy Jetson used to wear. Now, she was hot. I, uh, you know, Mr. Paddock, all of this can be linked back to your childhood. Have you ever considered sleeping in the fetal position? No, uh, not lately. All right, it's your turn, Mr. Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, listen. Share! Oh, shoot! Okay, Mr. Earl, you were caught. Come on, open up. Share, share, share. We all care. Uh, well, I... I, uh, can't sleep without a nightlight on. Were you adopted? Well, actually, I, yes, I was. Oh, man! Oh, no. Group hug, group hug. Everyone gather around for a big hug. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I don't think you understand. I, I'm perfectly happy. I, I love my mother and father. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you do. Um, I'm, I mean, as much as anyone could love a non-biological parent. But if you ever need money or... A knowing or, glance. Or, or a place to stay, just call anytime. You can. You really can. You gotta know you can. Really, anytime. You can. Hey. I'll take them for Christmas. You can stay with me over Easter. <laughs> and you can have Thanksgiving dinner at my house. Yeah. Good. You see, people helping people. people. Yeah. All right. Well, it's my turn. Share, share. No, you idiot. It's listen, listen, share. Shh. He's adopted. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oops. Listen, shalisten. Listen. Share! Oh, oh, run, 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 run! 
He's not running. Yeah, well, what's, what's happening? What's the problem? He's supposed to run, isn't he? Look, he didn't even run. All right, all right, all right. Maybe he didn't run because he had something to share. Oh, yeah, oh, maybe. Yeah. I'd like to share something about my childhood. Oh, good, Stefan. Go ahead. Yeah, when I was 14 years old, I can remember waking up one night with a wet spot on my pajamas. I knew it wasn't an accident because I was potty trained at an early age. So when I asked my dad about it, he said the wet spot meant that pretty soon it would be time for me to send in for Bozo Circus tickets. I don't understand. At the time, I didn't either, but when I found out how long the waiting list was for the tickets, I realized my dad had just wanted me to plan ahead for my family. Smart man. Damn good father. Hey, have you got your tickets yet? No, I'm still waiting. Well, our time is almost up. Oh, gosh. Yes, <laughs> but before we conclude, I'd like to go around the room and have us all share something we've learned about ourselves today. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Earl, you go first. Wait, Earl. Well, I guess if I've learned one thing today, it's that I don't love my parents as much as I thought I did. Good. Oh, okay. Yay. That's good. That's very <laughs> good. And Lance? Oh, oh, uh, well, I guess I, I realize I, I, I get... I get um, too defensive sometimes, you know. I, I'm going to try harder to be more patient with those who have trouble understanding the way I am. Mm, good, good. And um, Mr. Paddock? Well, I don't know if I have really that much to say. Uh, well, I guess, you, you know, I, I know I've been mean to you and everything, but I didn't mean, to, you know, to call you a tinkerbell. You, oh, thanks. All in all, you're just a, a nice guy. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> and, and you, Stefan? I guess I don't care if I ever get my Bozo Circus tickets. Fraser Thomas is dead anyway. Oh, good. You Fraser see, sexual disorders can be overcome. It just takes hard work and a willingness to share what's personal. To be honest is to be vulnerable. The truth is often hard to swallow. I think we've all just had a seven-course meal. <laughs> now, doesn't everyone feel a lot better? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Nope. And now, as a public service, the DuckLogic Comedy Half Hour Word of the Day. Today's word is... Akimbo. This has been the DuckLogic Comedy Half Hour Word of the Day. Things don't add up in your life. Call the man who adds for a living. Call the accountant. Armed with only a calculator and a good mind for numbers, he knows how to round to the nearest decimal point. In a world gone mad with math anxiety, he stands out as the only sane voice. A three-piece suit, a briefcase full of facts, and a lack of personality are his trademarks. Now he's out to stop you from going over budget. McLean Stevenson's back as the accountant. So buyers beware, because the man who's a step ahead of creditors fighting tax delinquents and government lackeys is coming soon to this station. The accountant, smarter than the equalizer, more realistic than cops, not as good looking as wise guy. He's the only thing standing between a stupid subtraction mistake and hard time in prison. 
I told you about that one commercial. I didn't know if it was two or not, where they were blowing people's ashes off a long tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. Uh, That's a business called Cremation what? Cremation Solutions. <laughs> I can't. I, <laughs> please go back. You know, if you want to dump dad in a river or like in a field somewhere, <laughs> you just get these long tubes and go bam, and out they go. They're in Virginia. I'm sure in Virginia that's where it happens a lot. It's not just the gun. It's you make the ashes into jewelry. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's called the loved one launcher. There you go. <laughs> there it is, my friend. <laughs> the loved one launcher. Wait, wait. Hold on. There, then, then this is like, it's not like a playoff of that dark movie. No. Ash scattering cannon. <laughs> Ash scattering cannon. Well, you can launch the ashes up to 70 feet. Really? I tell you. You're right. There's the commercial. The loss of a loved one can be overwhelmingly sad. This is what I saw. Emotionally draining to all involved. <laughs> it's going to be big. That being said, Oklahoma the end doesn't have to be a boring ride to the cemetery. No, no. Thanks to CremationSolutions.com, you can now celebrate the life of your loved one this and isn't send a them out in style Where else would it with go? a bang. With the loved one launch. <laughs> you still have to go through the air. Wow. Yeah. Whoa, $400? How often are you going to use that item? I mean, come on, you $400. Uh, as often as you can. Yeah. Can't you just rent it? <laughs> <laughs> Pro- probably at minor league baseball games instead of the t-shirt shooting gun. I think you should be able to rent one. But maybe you don't <laughs> want your ashes to mix with someone else's. Whose ashes have been in here, for God's sake? Do you put it over the fireplace once it's used? <laughs> Who, whose ashes have been sleeping in my bed? <laughs> yes. There's like streamers. You can order streamers. You can order what? Yeah, multiple cartridges to shoot this out. Like five of them. You get, So they sell you in five packs. <laughs> Some guys produce an awful lot of ash, Walter. You're going to take a three or four cartridges to get that blown out there. Yeah. That is true. Well, you know what? You could probably, you know, put grandpa a little bit over there and then go over somewhere else. And then yeah. man, there's like a little glitter. There's like glitter in there. The loved one launcher. <laughs> I think making them into jewelry and stuff is cool. Discount cremation jewelry. If you could like make Hot Wheel cars out of grandpa, yes. give them to this kid to, to play with or something. I mean, something physical that you could keep. Cremation jewelry. Buy three, get one free. Buy three, get one free. <laughs> is it like rings? What kind of jewelry do they make out of? Necklaces. I mean, how much jewelry can you make from a... Wait, let's start at the beginning. How much ashes have you got when you when you make a cremation? What's left? You guys have any idea? You can fill an urn. Yeah, fill an urn, right? So you're talking... I am not looked this up, and maybe I yeah. should, but that urn, I believe, is only a partial amount of what is um, a body is when it's burned. I would... My guess is that they scoop up a bunch of something, oh, and sometimes, okay. you know, so I don't know, is it, is it really the body? I don't know. I forget how much of the body, I think the body is 90-something percent water, I forget. Yeah, a lot of it's just going to evaporate. A keepsake bullet Ooh, with a little bit of- uh, That's special. Grandpa in there. Heart. So do they just compress the ashes into this, or are they mixing it with a polymer? How is this done? My guess is these look like there's a little screw-off thing, and you just put it inside and screw it back on. Oh, okay. I got you. So they didn't make them into, they didn't make it into jewelry. They just filled jewelry with some of it. Oh, a fish. You can have one that's a fish. Dragonflies. Man, there's a bunch of them. They're all 40, they're 38.95. More bullets. <laughs> a lot more bullets. 
You know, if you went to a minor league ballpark with this gun, you know, you could be like, yeah, and now everybody, the seventh inning stretch, we're shooting up Grandpa Winchester. He loved the third base side seats. <laughs> yeah. And when that the guy dressed as a big rubber hot dog comes running yeah. by, you shoot him. Why not? If you... Shoot him with the ashes. Whoop <laughs> 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 him in the he face. hated that guy. With a little Grandpa Winchester. He was always partial to the sausage. God, $400 for a... I would think they would rent it out, or I guess that's gross. They would have to rent it out, yeah. I just, you yeah. can't, that's too... It'd be gross to rent it out, but $400 for a single shot. I mean, what's the... Well, no, but, but they sell you cartridges for up to five uses. <laughs> so either you're refilling it or you got... Well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, a lot of people have large families now. You can mount it on the back of a pickup and you just drive around. Yeah. <laughs> like the Rat Patrol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but shooting out dead people's ashes, that's... No, no. If we bought one of these, we could actually, in a sense, rent it. We'd be the ones that ran, ran it, right? You could rent us as a service. We invest in the gun and we go around and do it for people. You know what I love about Dave and I love about Duck Logic? They smell the dollar sign. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hang out, hang out outside the funeral home. I mean, we have determined people aren't going to want to spend that much money for one shot, but maybe they'd spend 50 bucks if we'd put on a <laughs> like, little show while like we a, shoot them off, and then we only have to do, what, one, two, three, four, five, eight people. We get eight people we've already paid for yeah. the gun. You know you're going to have people left and right one to do. Yeah. Like a Wild West show or like one of those where they twirl the rifles around, like a drum major? Whatever they want, like the old improv days. We'll get a couple of pieces of, you know, we, get a little information we, about a few of the people that are going to be there. We do some comedy, <laughs> and then we shoot the ashes off. Grandpa's favorite object. It could be those Civil War reenactments. Yeah, Civil War reenactments. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the cannon was like, you know, nobody checked it yeah. before. Take that, you damn Yankees. I, you know, a Fourth of July parade goes down Main Street, and you're shooting off, you're shooting off dead people, just in their gun. Well, especially if they're historically connected to the town or something, it could be a really big deal. It, what could be more patriotic? Yeah, what could be more patriotic than I'm proud to shoot an American's ashes out of? I think there's a Twilight Zone episode where they go, oh, they're shooting dead people. Yeah, that's who's gonna be dead. The people are getting shot at. Gee. We'll use that drop-in in the commercial for the business. I think we actually got a business here. This could this could rake in some dough. It just takes that small upfront investment. Hello, seed money. I mean, I got you know, we just have to get in with a with a funeral parlor or somebody and you know. Once we have the gun, I think we can get in with a funeral parlor. I mean, dead people are everywhere, right? Yeah. Well they are with these guns, <laughs> they'll be everywhere. Yes. I, I'm just tripping over them. Hey, don't sweep up that dust. That could be Grandpa. <laughs> and cremation is the new its the new burial. It's really what everybody's going to start doing. Cremation is the new black. Yeah. I'm with you guys, and uh, maybe I'm being too blunt, but I'm kind of tired of dead people taking up a lot of space in the newspaper. They're all over newscasts. And I'm like going, you know, what about the live people? Exactly. Can't we have a rebuttal? Any news about you know? the people who stayed alive for the last 24 hours? Hmm? How about yeah, that? Excuse me. Well, you saw it on TV, which means they got the money to invest. I'm telling you. But you're right. As soon as you saw the price, everybody's not going to be able to afford that. We, on the other hand, that's only 100 apiece. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. I, I, I don't want to be pushy about it. It's a good idea. I'll, I'll just let it bubble in the back of your minds. I'm sure the mafia, the mafia has been using it for years.
I'm a bunny jack spreading whalers at the Burger King. Burger King. And my only other friends in the piston manufacturing. And this guy met once, he's got a dad who works with textiles, with their fibers and cloth. And this other guy's dad knows a guy at Sears. And me, my dad is a cosmetic dentist. We're gonna pound the pavement till we make it shake. Jobs, jobs, we're getting jobs. We're gonna seek employment for our future's sake. Jobs, jobs, we're getting jobs. We're gonna have wives, nine to fives, front wheel drives, normal lives. Jobs, jobs, all the gangs getting jobs. Two weeks vacation pay. Well, my brother's friend Steve is a teller's assistant at the bank. And my friend's friend's nephew's working under some guy named Frank. Frank, Frank, Frank. And my cousin's friend's dad has a carpet store, and he's teaching him all the subtleties. And my first friend Jack's brother is a fan inspector. He's the guy that checks to make sure the thing doesn't fall out. We're gonna pound the pavement until we make it shake. Jobs, jobs, we're getting jobs. We're gonna seek employment for our future's sake. Jobs, jobs, we're getting jobs. We're gonna have wives, nine to five, front wheel drives, normal lives. Jobs, jobs, all the gangs getting jobs. Nice talking to you. A radio call-in show with your host, Tony Nice. Tony Nice. Nice talking to you, Bill from Boston. Hi, Tony. I just wanted to tell you how nice your show sounds tonight. Thanks, Bill. That's nice of you to say that. What's on your mind? Uh, Nothing usually, but tonight I got to thinking of a way that 
Putin is still running things in Russia, and since he is a madman, I thought it would be all right to maybe shoot him. He isn't very nice. Not nice words, Bill. Let's remember that not everybody can go by our rules of the road. Sure, he's been involved in some unappealing acts of terrorism, but let's not start talking about assassinating the man. Jeez, Bill, that's not nice. That's close to being inconsiderate. And we don't tolerate that on the Tony Nice Show. Can't we make an exception just this one time? Gosh, Tony, a guy needs an unkind thought once in a while. This guy's never nice, so why should I be nice to him? Now, now, Bill, have you ever met Mr. Putin? No, and I wouldn't care to. That's not nice to say. Putin might be a nice guy deep down inside. He seems likable on TV, got a nice smile, well-groomed. Shucks, Billy might just be a swell guy, a pal, a best buddy, a genuine nice guy. You're right, Tony. I don't know what got into me. I hope Mr. Putin accepts my apologies just in case he's listening tonight. That's the spirit, Bill. What do we say on the Tony Nice Show? Nice try. Nice job, nice call, and have a nice day. That's nice to hear, Bill. The next caller is Frank from Pleasant Valley, California. Nice talking to you, Frank. Uh, first of all, I have to tell you, Tony, uh, this show's one of the nicest shows uh, on radio today. That's why we call it the Tony Nice Show, Frank. My name's Tony, and I have a nice show every day. <laughs> right, Tony. Uh, two quick points, and then I'll, I'll hang up and uh, listen for my answers. Uh, first, um, who's the nicest guest you've ever had on the show? And second, um, how nice were they? Nice question, Frank. First of all, it's hard to pick the nicest guests because I genuinely think they're all equally nice. And that's the nicest part about hosting this show. As you know, Frank, I only have one requirement of my guests. And that's that they try to be as nice as possible. How nice are my guests? The nicest. Our next caller is Jane from Madison, Wisconsin. Nice to hear from you, Jane. How nice of you to say that, Tony. I just wanted to say that I love your show, and it's always nice to hear you on my radio. A lot of talk show hosts aren't nice to their listeners, but you always are. So nice of you to say that, Jane. We try to think nice thoughts, and so far it's worked out quite nicely. (laughs) What kind of nice thoughts do you have on your mind tonight, Jane? My problem is that my friend is cheating on her husband, and I thought it would be nice to confront her about this little conflict in the nicest way possible. Can you help me? That's nice to know, Jane, but it wouldn't be very nice to break up their marriage by confronting them with the facts. Remember, Jane, the word confront is just a con job or a front for something that's not very nice. I'm sure they'll make nice with each other and all will turn out nicely. Nice talking to you anyway, Jane. Have a nice day. Nicely stated, Tony. Our final caller on this nicest of nice evenings is Ron from New York City, New York. Ron, you're on the Tony Nice Show. Are you there, Ron? I think we've run into a nice little bit of interference on our satellite. Ron, are you hanging in there, giving it the nicest try possible? 
Guess Ron didn't have anything nice to say. That's okay. Ron's just following our rule on the Tony Nice Show. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Well, that's the Tony Nice Show for tonight. Always nice hearing from such nice people. Before I say my last niceties, I'd like to leave you with this nice thought. Whoever said nice guys finish last wasn't very nice in the first place. And remember, nice things come to those that are the nicest. This is Tony Nice. Until tomorrow, have a nice day. Well, that'll do it from us, another Duck Logic comedy half-hour show for the books. This one was number 85. It featured David Dunlosky, Walter Mitchka, James F. Russell, and Tim Thomas. All the gang's getting jobs by Steve Meisner. Check out our Facebook page and our website, ducklogiccomedy.com. There's new stuff there all the time, even a few videos. Portions of this podcast were previously broadcast on the radio under the copyright of Duck Logic Limited and the licenses of WLUP AM and FM in Chicago. Thanks for listening. See ya.